We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. Pastor Jolly John Lekomsky, and under normal circumstances, you would then hear my partner, uh, Pastor Matt Clark, come in and say his few words, but Matt's not here today, and uh, it's an interesting story, because Matt fell out of a tree, <laughs> and I can laugh about it, because Matt's doing okay. Uh, he actually uh, messed up his back pretty bad. In fact, the poor fellow is going to have to be uh, in a brace for three months, but uh, when we think about what it might have been, uh, he's doing real well. We've been in conversation with Matt, even though I'm still up here in Minnesota and he's down there in St. Louis. Uh, but probably uh, in a couple of episodes, we'll have Matt back. And please, please do keep him in, in your prayers. Uh, I, I know this is not a comfortable thing. I'm sure uh, he, if he would laugh, it would hurt <laughs> because there's there's a lot of pain involved in that. But we are, as I said, we're just thankful that uh, in a week or so, he should be back up and around, be here at the show, and also be back doing his ministry there at Ascension Lutheran Church. Uh, but we have a good, good sub coming in, uh, a fellow you've heard from before. He's been on the show with us. Uh, we have Reverend Tim Shakel with us. Tim, you want to say hi? Hello, good to be here. And uh, of course, uh, uh, Tim and I are, are related. In fact, uh, his mother is my mom. <laughs> so, wife. what's that? Wife. Wife. Oh, I'm sorry. That'd be a strange <laughs> That's right. family. That uh, be... we have. Oh, thank you. It's good to Especially got... for a pastor. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. His mother is my wife. Uh, so, Tim's my stepson, and we're just blessed to have him up here in Minnesota to be able to do this show because Tim. Uh, has has uh, completed a sermon series on the book of Jonah. So that's fresh in his mind, and he's done a lot of study on that. And we are going to try to do, if possible, Jonah in two weeks. Okay? Is that possible, Tim? I totally I'm very <laughs> optimistic. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it's only four chapters, right? Yeah, it's only four chapters. Well, tell 48 us. verses, in fact. How many? 48. 48 verses? That's 48 verse book, yeah. Oh, you're kidding. Well, then we, we should be able to do that with it if we get started. Uh, let's, uh, uh, Tim, tell us a little bit about Jonah and then tell me what you would like to read from the book of Jonah as we cover this in this week and next. Well, Jonah uh, was for time uh, in the 700, you know, early, uh, late, or I mean, should say early 700s uh, BC. A lot of people place him between 786 and 746 BC during, uh, and he's definitely during the time of Jeroboam II. Uh, and uh, he, the book is placed in between um, Obadiah, which uh, rails against the Edomites. Uh, and so those are the enemies of those different time of the Israelites. And Jonah stands in contrast because uh, God has mercy on Israelites. Uh, enemies, the Ninevites in this book, and uh, the book after is, is Micah, uh, which would have been during the time of the fall of Samaria, but uh, it was, even though it's directed towards Judah, so it's sandwiched between those two books, and it's a book about uh, God's compassion, God's c complete control over history, and God's uh, immense patience. 
So what, what, where should we start reading? And, and, and you were telling me, and, and of course, I, I know this. I've done this before. Too. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting book for a prophet because it's really all story. It's not like Isaiah or Jeremiah where you get these long proclamations of the Word of God. Uh, so where should we begin the story of Jonah? How far do you want me to read? Where do you want me to read? Let's start at the beginning in verse 1. Uh, that gives us uh, some orientation there. Uh, so let's start at verse 1. Okay. Uh, go all the way to verse 3 there. All right. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come before me. Uh, but Jonah rose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with him to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. All right, so uh, the very opening of the book, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah. This is different from just about all the other prophets. In fact, I think this is the only prophet that starts out this way, although you hear this kind of construction of words throughout other parts of the Bible, you know, the word of the Lord came just at the, at the introduction of a, of a well, prophet. Well, is that right? Yeah. Because you think that's how all the prophets would start. Well, no, like uh, Isaiah, um, I believe, uh, starts uh, the vision of Isaiah, oh, okay. uh, the son of Amos, and uh, I think Jeremiah starts out, you know, very similar. So you would have a title uh, that, you know, this is the, the prophecy of prophet of you know such and such um but jonah is like you said more more narrative and uh and there's only one sentence of prophecy you know if you were to red letter the old testament yeah, it would yeah. just be a short five words in the hebrew bible and if you looked at isaiah you know you'd, you'd see all kinds of red letters jeremiah would be all kinds of red letters but in in jonah it's just a sentence uh, and the rest is just narrative so it's, uh but these words now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai. Uh, they appear seven times. Uh, uh, that construction of words kind of uh, appears seven times in the, in the book. And out of the 48 verses. Out of those 48 okay. verses. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, what's key on that is, is it's fitting because Jonah doesn't want to share the words, right? <laughs> Jonah doesn't want to share okay. the words of the Lord to the wicked Ninevites, and they were. So we got, let's get a little history about them. Uh, the, the Ninevites, uh, you know, uh, being part of Assyria. And there's some debate about this too, The that's, uh, you know, are the, is this just all of Assyria? Is this the great, greater mm. Assyria? Okay. Or is this local? Uh, many commentators uh, talk about how that Assyria was probably in one of its down times. You know, there was there was famine, there was uh, internal revolts and and things like that. And uh, so perhaps this was just a local thing, it just happened to, to Nineveh. But nonetheless, these were some wicked people. They were the terrorists of the day. Oh, nasty, nasty people. I, yep. I hear they would take captives and they put hooks in them and and haul them away on hooks. And, well, that's just the aftermath. Well, that's just the, well, that's the good part of it. That's the good part. Imagine, uh, you know, the Nazis or, or the Japanese in World War II. They, they were, you know, that bad. They made sport of it. They, 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 <laughs> they uh, had had uh, heads as trophies, and uh, they, oh my they, goodness, they, they made sure their enemies knew uh, that they were there. Uh, so there's plenty of uh, a terror uh, in in the Ninevites. So, in one sense, we would have some sympathy for Jonah not wanting to go. Preach to those guys, right? So, so it's like if God would say, "Take the Lord to ISIS." Correct. And we say, "Ah, oh, maybe yeah. not." <laughs> yeah, right, right. So yeah. uh, I'm not, and not only that, but 
I don't know if I want to go in the middle of ISIS, right? So, <laughs> That's right. So. Don't send me into Nazi Germany. No, thank you. Yeah. 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 So that these are some some bad dudes uh, during a downtime in in their empire, um, and so Jonah is told to go preach to them, um, and uh, we know Jonah. Uh, you know, he's from the, the the northern kingdom, or he was you know dwelling there, uh, and uh, so he's in the Israel area, and. Um, so rise go to Nineveh there's the command that great city and call out against it for their evil has come upon uh, come up before me and Jonah he goes he rises he does that part and yes. he goes <laughs> he the opposite Adler. direction all right Adler, so right. He's, not wrong direction. he's going he's going east instead of west so Tarshish uh there's this is either most people think it's uh, Spain you know I, I tend to think that as well other Commentators argue that it's Carthage, you know, which would be Africa. Either way, he's going east instead of he's west. Going west. I mean, he's going west instead of east. Yeah. And uh, uh, so he goes the opposite direction, and he's going to a rich mercantile city, so kind of a, a lush place, uh, and he doesn't want to do the dirty work. And uh, this stands in contrast for of other prophets who, you know, who obeyed. Like oh, yeah. yeah. Eli Elijah, you know, he, he did what God told him to do, and... Moses, uh, you know, he might have been reluctant at first, but he still did what God told him to do. And Jonah uh, is bold enough uh, to uh, break rank and, and get out of there. And uh, so that's what he does. He takes uh, the ship, pays his way. Uh, so he that's how serious he is about it. He puts some money down on it, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, in fact, one commentator says he buys the whole ship. Who knows if that's <laughs> true or not? But uh, nonetheless, he puts some money down on it. He, he goes away in the opposite direction. Uh, from uh, what God called him to do. And, and you know, it, it is interesting because you think about the other people, they go right into the heart of danger. Moses is sent into Egypt. Uh, uh, you know, Elijah goes to, to King Ahab and all of these things. And, and so Jonah is just the opposite. Now, I, I'm going to play dumb here, which is I, I like to do because it's easy. Uh, uh, so have the Assyrians conquered Israel? They haven't conquered Israel yet, but they're threatening Israel. Where are we at in terms of that history? All right, so if... Uh, it's between, you know, let's just say the broader uh, range of 790 BC yeah. and 740 BC. Which is Nor great for you. You, you're, you know the dates. Correct. I, I just. Nor we're, Northern we're Israel happening. is destroyed in 722 BC. Okay. Okay. Right. So you're, you're a couple of um, uh, kings of Assyria away from the guy it's who's going to totally okay. destroy it. Okay. So yeah. you're, you're a few kings away from that. So, so have the prophets uh, at this point, are they warning Israel about what is to come or, the, or those kind of things haven't happened yet? Well, it's the kind of the beginning of it. It so is, okay. It, and depending if you put Amos before or after Jonah, it's around the same time period. Okay. So Amos right. kind of, you know, starts off, you know, the, the, the profiteering, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> not not to, with the F, but the PH there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he... he uh, yeah, okay, that's what yes. I'm, I just that's coined a, that term we got now. That. New word. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, anyway, so it's kind of the the dawn of that. If I mean, outside of Elijah, Elijah would have been yeah. before that. But you know, yeah. we don't have the book of Elijah. No. Uh, but Amos and uh, Jonah, you know, th those will be some of your your first pioneers, so to speak, of of uh, prophets. All right. Cool. You want me to read a little further, Tim? Uh, yes, read uh, four all the way to six. Okay. But the Lord 
and, and by the way, again, this is uh, that uh, capital L, capital O, R, D, so that's Yahweh. Correct. Uh, but Yahweh hurled a great wind upon the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship threatened to break up. Then the mariners were afraid, and each cried out to his God. And they hurled the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten it for them. But Jonah had drawn, had gone down into the inner part of the ship and had lain down and was fast asleep. So the captain came and said, what do you mean, you sleeper? Arise, call out to your God. Perhaps the God will give a thought to us that we may not perish. All right, so, so interesting note here that uh, uh, Yahweh or the Lord is the, the cause of the great wind. So yeah. uh, that probably puts uh, many people at uh, ease. We don't like to hear that was God was the cause of uh, any storms, but uh, he is, the, in this instance, the cause of such a, a storm. There are other times in the Bible where, where that's the case, where yeah. God sends an evil spirit, for instance, uh, to uh, get Ahab to fall. Uh, and uh, so here's another one of those cases. Well, you know, and it makes it interesting because I'm thinking Jesus is walking in the storms, and I never really thought about the fact that maybe his father was at the source of those storms, even as he's walking through on water and, and all of that, and the disciples' trouble. Anyway, I'm off track. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, God sends this great, great storm, and uh, so uh, Jonah's plans are thwarted immediately, so to speak here, right? Uh, yes. He he's, he's wants to flee, doesn't want to go uh, preach God's word, and God says that's not going to happen. He's complete control over history here. Then we got uh, the sailors here, or mariners, we got as the translated there, and uh, pagan ones, right? Because they cried yes. out to each of yeah. their own god. All right, you got the word Elohim there. And uh, there's some distinction there because by the time you get down to where uh, they, 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 they throw them out, they actually pray to Yahweh. So I'm glad we mentioned that already. So first they're they're praying to their own gods, but by the end of it all, they're praying to Yahweh. So I just want to want to note that we're not that far yet. But and then let's see the character of these guys. So uh, they cried out uh, to uh, their god, and then they they're hurling out cargo, trying to save themselves. And then Jonah, Jonah is just kind of chilling. Huh? <laughs> yeah, sleeping in the boat. <laughs> he's yeah. he, he's uh, went down and he's avoiding the whole thing, right? He, he doesn't want to, he's really trying to get away from God. So he goes to the very lowest part that he, that he thinks is, is safe. Of course, uh, that's, you know, try fleeing away from God, John. How's that work? Yeah, for you? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so he, there he is. Uh, and, and we might kind of think of, you know, Jesus in the boat, he's sleeping, but this is com completely different from that because, you know, Jesus is God and, you know, yeah. he, he's got things, all things in his control. And, you know, he was obedient because, you know, he's Jesus and Jonah's doing bad things. So uh, kind of a different picture here, but uh, you might but, think of that. Well, but I just, from what you said before, I'm thinking, of course, Jesus can sleep in the middle of the storm because his dad's in charge. Yeah. So I got to get up and say, hey, dad. <laughs> yeah. And then the father will bring it to a conclusion. Yeah. Whereas for you, as you said, for Jonah, rather, he's, he's just fleeing. It's still that attitude. He doesn't want any part of what's going on. Uh, I, I wanted to say, too, your mom and I just finished a course on, on Roman history, and, and, and it is interesting because this is exactly uh, of what paganism is, that, that you gotta, you got to manipulate God to do what you want him to do. Uh, and, and it was interesting as we were reading this thing on Ro the, the Roman pagans, it didn't really matter whether you believed in the God or not. It's just you had to do what you needed to do. So, yeah, call out to the God. 
well, why, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you calling out to your God? So that's classic paganism, that you just got to do something to manipulate the God and do what you want to do, which, of course, uh, alluding back to Jesus, is not how it works, because you know God's going to do what's loving and good. Uh, in fact, you expect that, uh, and you just tell him the desires of your heart. So what what else in here? Did, did did I remember when you were preaching? Was there something special about the word hurled, or am I just that's gonna... true? But it's the next section. Oh, it's the next let's, one. let's go. Okay, all right. Forward. All right, uh, and uh, read the rest of the chapter there. So, you know, okay. Seven. So well, actually, go go to go to seven to, to ten. All right, and and they said to one another, "Come, let us cast lots that we may know on whose account this evil has come upon us." So classic paganism. There's got to be somebody did something wrong. Uh, oh, by the way, just real quick. That, that's why the Romans never really got too upset with the Jews, because uh, the Jews would make sacrifices to their God. They'd do exactly what the captain said to Jonah. Why aren't you praying to your God? Right. So that, that, the Jews were okay. That's why they hated Christians, though, because Christians don't sacrifice to any God. Yep. Not even their own God. I, I'm sorry. Here we go. So, so they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, tell us on whose account this evil has come upon us. What is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? And of what people are you? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear Yahweh, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, what is this that you have done? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of Yahweh because he had told them. Very good. So just a few things here. They said to one another, come, let's cast lots. And then uh, they're asking, you're questioning Jonah, yeah. you know, what's going on here? Really trying to get him to, you know, help him out. And uh, maybe it's something to do with, with, with his God. And then he reveals the name Yahweh. Uh, the God of heaven who made the sea and dry land. And maybe right there, but maybe that's where they think, ooh, that's bad news because they're in the sea, right? Yes, and, yeah. And the dry land. So yeah. maybe Yahweh's the guy who's uh, the God who really can, you know, do something with the sea. Uh, so maybe that's it. Or maybe they really realize, okay, that's the creator because um, you got a little mirrors in there, the sea and the dry land, you know, that would be, That'd be every, everything, everything yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so nonetheless, they... Uh, we're exceedingly afraid. That's the reaction, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, they say, what is this you've done? And they know that uh, jo they, they found Jonah out. And then let's move yeah. on a little bit farther. All uh, right. And we'll read uh, 11 all the way to the end. Then they said, well, what shall we do to you that the sea may quiet down for us? For the sea grew more and more temptuous. He said to them, pick me up and hurl me into the sea. Then the sea will quiet down for you, for I know it is because of me that this great tempest has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to get back to dry land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more temptuous against them. Therefore they called out to the Lord, O Lord, let us not perish for this man's life, and I lay not on his innocent blood. For you, O Lord, or O Yahweh, have done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and hurled him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared Yahweh exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to Yahweh and made vows. All right, so just here's the last time the hurled world word is used. Yes. That's, where I wanted, that's where I wanted to stop you, okay. because it was used earlier. Uh, same word? Yep, same word. Okay. Tool is, is the Hebrew word there. Right. appears four times, all in this uh, chapter here. And uh, so they, they hurl out the cargo to lighten the load. And uh, Jonah says, you know, hurl me out. Yeah. And eventually here, uh, they actually do hurl him out. But 
what do they do first? First, they try to row, and they they try, and the word there is dig, uh, and that so they're really trying their hardest to save they save this man, and they're really putting Jonah to shame because he oh yeah he, he doesn't care right yeah and uh, well because the opposite right so he, Jonah is doing evil yeah and they're doing righteous things even though they're pagans yeah. And then they cried out to uh, Yahweh. There's that in verse 14. And Yahweh, uh, let us not perish for this man's life. So they, they pray to him. They offer Yahweh sacrifices, made vows. They did everything that Jonah was supposed to be doing. Yeah. And, uh, and so Jonah is finally hurled out. And cliffhanger, right? That's where you would yeah. put in, yeah. you know, the end of the episode. You know, yep. what happens to Jonah? <laughs> uh, and it, from his perspective, you know, who who knew, you know, maybe he didn't know that he, no. he wasn't going to die. Right. Maybe he was uh, just going to be thrown out into the sea. I, and, I, I figure I figure if I've I've defied uh, Yahweh and I'm a prophet of Yahweh, that it isn't going to be good. Yeah. yeah, I think that probably be the end of it for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. But but I think it is really striking what you pointed out there, Tim. Because see, here's the thing: God said, "I got these bunch of guys that are going to Tarshish, and I'm going to save them. I'm going to give them faith. And so, even though you won't go where you want me to go, I'm still going to use you to be my prophet, despite your stubbornness." And so, ironically, here he's saving again pagan people that probably Jonah wouldn't give a damn about if it was up to him. So yeah, yeah. So, and that's uh, the big, or part of the big message of the, the whole prophecy, so, or the whole book, I should say. Yeah, and, and, and I, I appreciate the fact that you pointed out you can see faith at work, because they're not so quick to just, oh, well, we'll kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which would be the pagan attitude, right? Right. If, if he's the problem, then sure, throw him over. That's what you do as a pagan. You just do whatever you got to do to make God happy. But but you can see, no, these people now have faith work in their hearts. And no, God doesn't want anyone to, to die. Um, so we've got like about a minute and a half left. Shall we read the first verses or shall we leave people in suspense? Or what do you want to do, Tim? I think we should leave them in suspense here. Okay. Uh, who, what right. happens to Jonah? What happens to Jonah? <laughs> um, although probably most people know, but that's I did, okay. I did want to make one comment. Yes, though. please so do. Another thing, we were just talking about the contrast of uh, Jonah versus the pagan sailors. Later, yeah. there'll be a contrast between him and the pagan Ninevites who, yeah. who repent. And one of the key words in the book is the word for evil, ra'ah. Okay? Ah, okay. And so all the you know pagans, they repent from their ra'ah. They repent from their evil. And Jonah keeps doing evil. And uh, so there's quite the contrast uh, in the book, some irony there. So, so actually, you've jumped ahead. Well, shoot, we're, all, we're almost done with the show. Maybe we'll try to get to that uh, next week. Um, but, but you know, I'm thinking there's a powerful message in this for us because we, we as Christians, I think, tend to divide the world up into the righteous and the unrighteous. We were talking earlier about ISIS and about Nazis and what have you. And it's kind of hard for us to grasp, but I think it's true that God loves those people, too. Uh, but but you pointed out, what do they need to do, Tim? What did you say? They're, they're evil. They're wrong. They have to repent. Yeah, yeah, that's what he wants. And maybe he'll throw a storm at them a time or two, even as he does to us, so that uh, we would repent. Well, Tim, thank you for filling in for Matt. Yeah, Tim will be back again next week as we continue the story of Jonah. And this has been, we say it together, Tim, 
Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics.